Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything in between. Today, we're going to talk about burials outside the box. I'm Lady Bounce. I'm Kryptonite. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's, it is oh, you said okay. It took me a minute. Burials, Burials outside, outside the, the box. box. I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> okay, all right. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> my bad. Hey, I'm sleepy. You got. Hey, look, it's gonna take a minute for anything to register right now. <laughs> all right. So here we have a mindful moment, a mindful day. Yeah, just listen to this. Older and wiser, I ask for wisdom in all areas of my life. I continue seeking wisdom as long as I live. Whether we want to or not, we all get older. Hopefully, we get wiser as well. But this part is not guaranteed. Plenty of full-grown adults act like spoiled children, always insisting on their own way. True wisdom doesn't arrive on a schedule, like a package ordered from Amazon. We have to set wisdom as a goal but never imagine that we have achieved it we have to try not to get as ruffled by the inconveniences and setbacks of life to learn how to thrive no matter what happens in the external conditions we can't possess true wisdom we can only keep seeking it after a few rounds of deep breathing ask for true wisdom to come to you ask for wisdom in your relationships in your working life in your finances boy do i need that in your use of resources, in your use of your body. And we're going to get to that. See all of these areas of your life coming into harmony, no longer competing with one another. See all aims coalescing with coalescing around the one goal of liberation from rebirth. See the one wisdom present before the world began being made manifest in you. Look, I'm going to read that. Again, because that was a lot of commas and I got blurry vision right now. All right. (laughs) See the one wisdom present from before the world began being made manifest in you. Become a jewel reflecting the divine light. Well, we're going to reflect some divine light today. Okay. All right. So we were talking about um, thinking outside the box and how there are a lot of things that are just really that are that we consider tra- traditional and that we have been doing for years and quite honestly they're just some of them are just wrong okay right. so today's topic we're talking about uh burials i for one have had an idea for quite some time and I, and it was something that i saw on facebook you know mm-hmm. um but about having a a green burial service and basically don't y'all steal my ideas, but <laughs> okay. Not like I can, not like I got money to work on none hey. of them, but I'm Ooh. just saying. So anyway, they have it now where you can have uh, your loved one cremated and you can put them in glass and this artwork. It's like a piece of art instead of having this big metal goofy, whatever urn sitting somewhere, mm-hmm. you can have what looks like a beautiful piece of art made of glass and your loved one is looking fabulous. Yeah, sitting in there and you can have a little plaque on there and in memory of or you know, however you do an urn except this 
it's a piece of artwork. It's not right. just sitting there. Like if somebody knocks that over. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Well, like whether they knock it over, whether it's, if it's an urn, you sweeping it up. If it's a glass, if it's glass, you might be sweeping it up, but you know, glass might be reinforced or something. Right. I don't it's know. trying to be thicker. So it, so it doesn't break. And so the second part of that is to have like a memorial garden. And basically what it would be, my idea anyway is that a person with a person's loved one person has passed they're they're put in a a biodegradable bag Mm -hmm. that will go underneath the earth and a person will pick something to grow over top of their loved one like say our grandmother her favorite flower was roses Mm -hmm. so we will have a rose bush or maybe two or three rose bushes that she would be buried underneath and we could her favorite ele- her favorite animals elephants get little stone elephants to say something in memorial uh, memorial of you know right and then you know all of that stuff that you would put on a traditional headstone it's right. that it's on like a placard or it's on some ornament right. something or something. Similar. so anyway the point of this is that your loved one in theory is still alive and, and quite honestly, it's not even a theory. It's, it's really the truth. Your loved one is still alive because their body is the nutrient for whatever plant it was that was chosen right. to grow over top of them. So you don't just come when you when you come to visit. Like most people go and they talk to a headstone and they put flowers on top of a grave, but they don't bury them. They don't put them in the ground. Right. You know what I mean? So you just talking to a, a piece of stone and a plot right. of earth. Whereas you could come into a memorial garden service. You could prune the plants, take care of the plants if mm-hmm. you want to. As you taking care of the plant, you can talk to your loved one. You can see how they've grown, how they yeah. blossom. You know, and I we mean, know that talking to plants is ha- scientifically proven to help them grow. Exactly. So you're talking to this plant, which essentially, you know, you're talking to your loved one and. It's growing. It's flourishing. I think that that's a fantastic idea. Like, I would love to be a tree. Like, because I don't really have, like, a favorite flower or, like, a favorite bush. But, yeah, I'd be a nice little strong, you know, oak tree or something. Or maybe cherry wood based on my skin tone. Who knows? Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's saying. based on my skin tone. Based on but, my skin tone. I mean, I don't know. But I, I think that that's a fantastic idea. And the idea of... You know, cem- cemeteries is, is, I mean, it's, it's what we do, but just because it's what we've always done doesn't mean it's what we should keep doing. And there was a story on the news a couple of weeks ago about how we're running out of space. So, so the, as people die, we're running out of green space to put them places. So, so maybe. So, and then here's the, here's the, uh, here's the, the other part of that. Because to have a service like this, mm-hmm. to, to perform burials like this and, and, you know, our, our, keep our loved one's memory alive in this manner, this reduces our thumbprint. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Our green print on the earth. Because if we are in turn planting trees or plants or whatever mm-hmm. it is, then we are giving back to the earth what we are taking away. Right. We cut down a tree to make a box to put a person in just so we can put them back in the ground. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that really it really right. doesn't make any sense. I but agree. if we if we if a person passed first of all, you look what they say, from dust to dust. Mm-hmm. So if you if you if you come from the earth and you do, you take from the earth during the duration of your life, whatever right. it is, mm-hmm. natural resources, 
food, whatever it is, right. you take from the earth your entire life. It should only be fitting that once you pass that you go back into the earth right. to feed the earth and replenish the earth what you've taken from it the whole time you've been on it. I agree. It's and, a circle of life. Yes, it is a circle of life. It's and supposed it will, to be. Anyway. And it will, it will help with these emissions, fumes. It will help mm-hmm. with all of these problems, the, the climate issue of us, because we cut down trees at an alarming rate. The mm-hmm. fact that the Amazon forest is pretty much, if not gone, half gone. I mean, that is devastating. Right. That's going to devastate our lives. Yeah, and, we, and, we, and we may not see it. It's going to take millions of years for all those trees to grow back. We may not see the devastation that takes place, but best believe it's coming fast. Yeah. What's the stuff that's about to start happening? It's not about to be about a third world country. It's going to be the whole world. The whole world is going to be messed up. Yeah. From from just that, just the little things that we do on a, on a daily basis or the things that people feel like doesn't even matter. Oh, you know, yeah, we going to cut. Cause that's not in my town. The so only it don't reason, matter. Yeah. The only reason, right. And the only reason that they even cut those trees down, well, I'm not going to say cut those trees down. The reason that they, that the Amazon was allowed to burn was to make way for farmland for the farmers in Brazil. Right. At least this is one of the stories that I that read about. Telling. You know what I'm saying? But it, not so much telling. It's been reported right. that the president of Brazil was like, okay, we ain't going to mess with nothing. We don't need y'all help. We're going to take care of this. And the farmers was out there like, yeah, we need some farmland. So we're about to get rid of some of these trees. Where the indigenous people, the people that actually live in the right. rainforest, is like, they coming out in, in the streets like, no, this ain't right. But right. my point is that if we were to start to pick up some of that, like if some of the slack you say, or to change the way that we think about things, right. then we could change the world. It don't have to be nothing big, like something as small as this. And this is really small. Right. But it's major significance, though. Right. It's, and, it, and it's doable. It's it is doable. It's and it's extremely doable. Like it's immediate change type doable. We could right. we could do it now like and it will um, make a difference. If you think about just you know, like you said, the Amazon is is burning. There's a wildfire in California right now that's killing trees. Is it? Because I thought it was snowing in California. No, there's a wildfire in some parts, and then it was snowing in a part where it doesn't normally snow. Right. So either way. It's the earth is a little messed up on that part of the country, but there's also a major wildfire burning in Australia, which mm-hmm. is killing the wildlife. Oh, is it? Is it still burning? It's still That's burning. Been burning for about two weeks now. Right. It? And the thing that was crazy is that on on their New Year's celebration, they still lit off fireworks in Australia, and I thought that was really weird. Having this big wildfire. What if one of those embers from a firecracker sparked, and now you got two? big spaces burning i just thought it was weird but you i know, would like, just hey, stay away from fire at this point. right like like celebrate but not with the fire water. yeah we, it's not necessary yeah but they still did it over the water and everything but yeah there's a fire burning there well, see then that's what it was it was over the water and then you know in our area we had those 19 tornadoes which devastated lots and lots of trees like over by yeah, well you know sinclair park does not exist anymore yeah, sinclair park is gone yeah. so sinclair park would be a perfect spot for green Barriers. Oh my God! We oh gotta my get God. some money. Why oh don't my we God. have any money? Why don't we have any money when we have these magnificent epiphanies? I don't know. 
But we should have some money because that because I'm a school teacher. To, that would be <laughs> that would really be an awesome place to have yes. a, something like a green memorial. Because you got to put the trees back somehow. Why not put bodies to nurture the trees? And then Boom. it's so uh, it makes it so much more personal. Like it's like okay, funerals and dead people are just depressing anyway, especially yes. when it's somebody you love. That's that's just depressing. It is. So how much? How much more life would it give you? How you know what I'm saying? Right. Like how how much better would it feel to, to know, go to to yeah. go to a a memorial to go to like a, a a cemetery and instead of you talking to a slab of stone, you talking to a flower, right? Or you talking to some trees because your loved one is still alive in that plant. Your loved one is still growing and still right. flourishing and still being nurtured. You're caring for the, you. If you're caring for the plant, you're caring for your loved one. Exactly. You know what I mean? I and agree. You still get the t- and it's scientifically proven that. When you talk to plants, they grow. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're not, it's not like your words are falling upon deaf ears. You know what I'm saying? Your loved one is there right. responding to you. Exactly. Because one of the, the self-care assignments we did, like, a, you know, in our one of our earlier episodes was talking about, you know, planting a garden, planting a tree and what that does for the brain and what that does for self-care and for your for your mental health. Like lots of people get into gardening because it is a great release of negative energy as you are cultivating something you're taking care of it you're loving it that's why like this, the same endorphins that are released when you like play with a baby are the same endorphins that are released when you plant and you garden mm. so how awesome would it be and if you're really struggling with the passing of a particular person right. how awesome would that be to have a plant to have a tree a bush their favorite kind of bush and you go and you talk to it and like you said it then it feels like they're never gone because right. the plant and responds. technically they're not they are really still here living on earth they're just not living in their body they're right. living through another living thing i would love that because i have to be honest since since grandma's passing i've only been to the cemetery one time I don't because, go to cemeteries. Right, because it's depressing. Yeah, I don't go to cemeteries. I've never been um, to where Freddie is buried. No. Never. Couldn't tell you where he's I know where he's but at. I swear. But I couldn't tell I, you where. But I would go to some place like what I'm describing. I would I, too. Be, because nature is nature is just nature. I would put a bench nature there. Is a, oh my gosh, get out of my head. I would sit there and read. Listen, get out of my Man, head. Listen, like, in my mind, grandma's plot. Okay. Okay, grandma's piece of area where she would have her memorial. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've got the little elephants up that's got her name and her date of birth mm-hmm. and when she passed and the little message from the family. We got our bushes right there. We mm-hmm. have a little white bench sitting in front of the bushes in front of the elephants. And we I love we, it. And you know what I'm saying? We can yeah. do whatever, you know what I'm saying? And then like maybe the plot adjacent to her, maybe it'd be granddaddy. You that know, granddaddy good. can buy a little something and we have him right there with whatever. You know what I'm saying? It could be a family thing. But instead of having these great big slabs of granite and concrete and f- straight rock. Right. We have a beautiful garden. Like we yeah. have trees and we have flowers and we have bushes mm. and we have things that bloom and we have things that you can cultivate. And re- and then and OK, say you type of person you just not you're not into gardening. 
fine. Cemeteries have, cemeteries have maintenance men. We have botanists on, on hand that can take care and, and, and let us know what this plant requires, what it's going to take for it to grow. Take care of it in the wintertime so it doesn't die or make right. sure that if it does die, it we replenishes to yeah. replenish and regrow. You know what I'm saying? Because even if a plant does pass, if you take part of that plant and take care of it, that's still your loved one. Right. You know, and some some plants, they like said, they die, but they come back every year. So really, they're technically not dying. They're dormant. Right. So they shed and then they continue to live and to grow. And then when spring happens, boom, here they come again. Here they come. Exactly. And then and let's face it, you're not visiting grandma's plot in December. No. Nine times out of ten, you're not coming back till April, May, whatever. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm, but how beautiful cold. would that be to see families coming out having picnics and yes. doing they or doing or families coming out and people that have gardened together because grandma used to love gardening. You right. Know? And every once in a while somebody will get out there with her and, and pluck something or pick something or prune yeah. something. I picked you know? many a and green. We, you know what I'm saying? And we and I mean, and that's something that a whole family could get involved with. Right. You know what I mean? If you have a child and they used to garden with their grandparent and their grandparent all of a sudden is no longer in their life, take that child and be like, hey, we, we can go see grandma. We about to. Right. Because do then, and then the kid has a sense of pride because I'm using these things that grandma taught me to, to take, take care, care of, of grandma. grandma. Absolutely. Yes. And then there's an appreciation for the earth, period. There yes. is because we lack that. We have yeah, no we have appreciation for the earth and what the earth sacrifice for sacrifices. No, we are for consumed, us every day. consumed, consumed all the time. All and the that's time. why we're in the situation that we in. Cause we're constantly, constantly taking and taking. And we feel like there's no, no real repercussions to that. You know right. what I mean? At least like it's not going to end. Yes. The people in government don't feel that way. They don't feel like there's any repercussions to continuously take it from the earth and, right. and drilling and doing all the things they do. Do you know? That do you know that they don't they don't have they're not going into the mines anymore? That's because they're taking the coal straight from the top of the mountain. They're oh, going. Wow. They're taking. If they you know if you ever get a minute to watch, um, there's a show called Aerial America. It's on. I, I want to say it's on the History Channel. Okay, it's a wonderful show. It gives you the history of each state. And it, you know, just th- throughout the course of time, all the right. battles and stuff that you never see, things that you didn't even know existed in the state that you live in. They do an aerial view and they show you different landmarks and monuments and they talk about rivers and their historical uh meaning and, and companies oh, wow. that were built. And real. I mean, it gives you a whole history of whatever state it is that they happen to be in. You know what I mean? Wow. And they did one of Virginia. And it was so sad to see the mountains gone. Like they are, like they are tight. Like they are destroying the mountains for wow. coal. Like they, there's bulldozers that have Somehow. taken away the tops of mountains. We t- mountains, the right. landscape of the earth. Right. They're destroying it. For this resource, this coal, and we really need to get away from it anyway. It's you know what I'm They're saying. Like, what are we? I mean, I know like we use 
charcoal for barbecue. We use coal. We use coal for phones. Like, we use coal for phones. We use coal for the, diamonds and we, diamonds and just um like, oil. Like, I think know, coal and oil have some type of, of yeah. But like you know, it's it's so funny. You know, I. And thinking of terms like that, we are the most advanced, the most smartest country in the world. And we can't figure out how to get away from the traditional stuff that's killing the earth. Right. Like they want to talk about these wind turbines. Great freaking idea. This is just, I mean. Right. Any, did, did I tell you about Akon? Yeah. He's bringing water. Um, no, no. Oh, look. Akon, we better quit talking about Akon for the government go find his oh, black no. ass. Oh Look. no, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Akon is getting his Akon. You already know what he's doing in Africa, so he right. got dough. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he bringing his shit to the states, oh, where wow. he is bringing um a company, a solar panel company, and I believe it's located. I know it's in the Carolinas. Not quite sure where. I want to say Charlotte. Okay. Or maybe Charleston. I'm not real sure. But my point is this. He's bringing in like these solar panels. He's doing solar panels so that right. they can conserve and help produce electricity. Okay. But it's big. I mean, like yeah. what I'm saying about it gives it absolutely no justice. Right. I know he's he's been very instrumental in in the science and taking care of the earth because he invested heavily in trying to fix the Flint water crisis because he brought water to like rural villages in Africa. And these are in it. The, the crazy thing is like he is of African descent. He is from Africa. However, these countries that he's invested in his, his money, his time and his energies are not the countries where he's from. And that's, that's not true. And I, but no, I say that to say people always think, Oh, I can only do something where i'm from or or if i'm not from there i don't care we have to get away from no, that that minuscule thinking no, to global you. thinking i'm like, gonna tell you akon is doing what he's doing in places like flint because of what he's done in africa right that's giving him the leeway to be able to invest in other places because right. what he did in africa was brilliant yeah, it was. It was brilliant. But how he made like, that you, deal happen yeah. was brilliant. And people and go, well, it don't affect me. It ain't in the town I'm from. Yeah, but whatever. But it's about to, in like a minute, that. in a minute, it may very exactly. well be because he's trying to bring that brilliance on over here. Right. And get it popping over here. And I'm not mad at him. I'm not like, at no. all because what he's doing, it is globally, you know, it's going to benefit so many people right. globally and it benefits the earth like no like we the the our green thumbprint whatever the heck they be talking about the, our carbon footprint yes there thing. it is we can we can if we were to to do like a um green memorial service that will significantly reduce our carbon footprint because Absolutely. it will replenish so many of the resources plants and, and trees and if we got plants we got bees yeah you know what i'm saying and we need bees and, and people don't back. people don't realize how bad we need bees people right. act like they don't understand how bad we need bees when when the bees are gone so are we right when the trees are gone so are we exactly like people don't even get it and then you know and from the from the educational standpoint as we make these changes and we do these things, 
they are giving scholarships to HBCUs for kids to study agriculture and energy and greenism because they realize that this is the future. And it so needs they're to giving be, these not kids so money yeah, and it to needs do it. to be, but it needs to be the future because we will we will be extinct. We will kill ourselves if we don't Absolutely. do something. And I, I don't understand, you know. I don't know why people think that we're supposed to be here forever or that humans are supposed to be here forever. Like, if I'm not mistaken, it's like, what, like every 26,000 years, the world goes, the, the earth itself goes through a change. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, So who's to say that we are who's, supposed yeah, to? Yeah, and who's to say that that's not coming up right, like, quickly? Right. Like, we're up. Well, and then, you, not just that, but the stuff that we are doing to the planet, taking away from the planet, right. and with the climate change, we're making it happen faster. We're well, bringing the change about ourselves. Um, all of, like, the, the doomsday movies right now, the... The biggest thing is is finding another earth because oh this earth is Listen, going to die. So we got to like, go find another planet. I don't even understand that. Like, like, okay. So these you, movies aren't that far-fetched. But like, it's like, you idiots. What Are you serious? Like, <laughs> exactly who's going to... Only the 1% can travel. Right. Like that. Who is going to inhabit another planet? Who who walking around all day in a space suit? Because they, <laughs> they can't breathe the air. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, pretty soon we going to end up, pretty soon it's going to happen here. Because right. everybody going to have to have oxygen tanks on their back. <laughs> right. And you ain't going to be able to go outside because you at during the day, you better take your ass outside at night. Because in a minute, your ass going to burn up. <laughs> trying to go outside during the day right if things keep but, going the way they going but that's what makes those movies so believable because we are tearing up the world at a rapid which, rate which movies the believable to find another planet well no not to find another planet but the fact that that's what they're even that it would be a thing to consider to find another this, earth look, or another planet the, to live on that whim- we can these inhabit these are the whimsical dreams of human beings that right. think that think that they are invincible. Right. These are because there is no way in the world that a rational person is going to sit and think, "Hey, we can go to another planet, planet and thrive and survive." Right. First of all, you got to figure out how to grow shit. You got to figure <laughs> out how to keep your ass alive, much less keep the shit you grew alive. Then you got to have material to go build. I agree. I ain't seen a planet yet with a tree. <laughs> no. I ain't seen Mars with a tree. <laughs> Does Pluto have a tree? Pluto got rain. Oh no, that's a star now. Right, it's or a star it's a, now. Yeah. So <laughs> who? So what you gonna build with once you get there? Where you living? Right. And what you gonna build? What right. food you gonna? You know what I'm saying? Right. With all of these things to be considered, it doesn't make sense to consider doing that. You right. have to consider all of these other factors just to sustain life. Right. Much less going to see if you can even live on the planet once you get there. How do you sustain life? How long do you think it's going to take for you to do the study that is going to require for you to study what you need to study to do the study? You feel me? That and like you said before, how are we going to get there? 
Like really, there's no like there's, there's not no a way. Boeing fifty seven that's gonna take half the population no into outer space to colonize another planet. I'd be scared to even try to go. I'd be like, you know what? I'm just gonna take my chances but, down here, caveman you know style. Okay, I'm good. Quite frankly, I'm I, good. Honestly, I would love to go just to see yeah. outer space because I just think that that's just fantastic. That would right. Be I mean, I would like to see. But, do but I want, what would I want to live on another planet? No, I don't want to live on another planet. I got to wear a suit to be on. Nah, I don't want to be. I don't want to have a, a helmet head every day because I can't walk around. I got to go to my mailbox. I got to get fully dressed in space gear to go pick up a bill. <laughs> like what is really happening? I can't step outside. Man, no, I'm good. <laughs> that don't make no sense at all. How about we work on taking care of this planet that way you don't have to go find another planet to try and fuck up i like it i'm with it too i like it all right so our self-care assignment for this episode is think outside the box think outside the box that's the only thing it is like do think look these things that they call tradition who said like who said somebody came up with it and a whole bunch of other people was like okay but it was somebody with some money that came up with it because they made money off of it and spread it to the masses yes and then we and then we continue to follow behind and continue to do but it's it's it doesn't make sense to keep doing it not now most definitely not now i agree all right so the brain science behind it all because you know we got to back it up with science all right death puzzles touches and disturbs us all while presenting a realm of unanswered questions one thing we do know for sure is that none of us will escape death and so you may as well know how you want to be buried no matter what your faith or if you believe in an afterlife organic burial plots that turn loved ones into trees make the idea of death a little more comforting yes damn in fact (laughs) these awesome burial pods make the perfect burial ritual in so many ways ah i see Mm, okay i see what you're reading off of so your body is first encapsulated into a fetal position in order to fit inside the burial pod the pod looks like an earthly piece of art but it's really a biodegradable casket once the burial pod is buried deep underground a tree seed or a young tree or plant is placed directly above and from one source of life sparks another so instead of visiting a spooky, sad cemetery, visitors will enter a beautiful memory forest full of hope and the promise of new life. That would be so awesome. Loved ones will be cared for there, seeking comfort beneath its shade, which is far more than you can expect from a tombstone. Mm. That would so, be awesome. After being presented with this burial option, it seems rather silly to purchase a fancy overpriced coffin. After all, a cemetery full of headstones is far more depressing for your mental health than a beautiful memory forest of lush trees. This idea is far better for the environment. Instead of cutting down trees to make coffins, mm-hmm. we would be producing more trees. Yes. The pod is made from all renewable and biodegradable materials, including starch, plastic, and seasonal plants such as potatoes and corn. Understand that when we say that when casket is used in that, that it does not mean casket. It is a biodegradable bag. Right. So then it says um, there's a new company who's trying to get it started. And they haven't gotten government approval, as always. Mm-hmm. But they said that it takes about 10 to 40 years for a tree to grow. However, with a burial coffin, you could grow a fully grown tree in 
eight to 12 years. Wow, that's awesome because the nutrients are all in that one area. So, yes, it, it's, it's concentrated. All, the, the, it's con- right, it's concentrated. So, the tree is constantly feeding off of that. That's awesome. That would be awesome. I would so, get something like that going. So, just imagine a late husband or wife sprouting new life side by side as two gorgeous or grandma, trees or your or grandma, grandma grandpa. auntie or your grandpa or it your truly mom or adds your dad. to the beauty and sadness of burying a loved one but it would make it so much easier to have yes, to do it it, is. it would it would make it easier. so it's eco-friendly yes it's good for your mental health yeah and we already know the benefits of gardening on our mental health yes so think outside the box literally 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 yes take care of yourself this week and happy new year happy new year no s no S. No I didn't S. say years. I know, but I've been seeing it on, on Facebook oh, yeah. since since December 30th. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Okay, continue blessings in the 2020. I'm Lady Bounce. I'm Kryptonite. And we out. We out.